Welcome to the Filipino American Women Project, a podcast show that shares stories and life lessons told by individuals living or have lived in America that are of Filipino descent and identify as female. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a fellow Filipino American woman, and I'm excited for you to join us. Let's get started. everyone. Jen Amos here with the Filipino American Woman Project. And I'm excited. We are doing another special episode as we are preparing for new stories, new interviews that are coming up for 2020. But for this episode, I I wanted to actually take this time to interview Nani because Nani, at the time of this recording, Nani is about to head to the Philippines. And if you've been following our show in chronological order, we have been talking about this for quite a long time uh, for Nani to be going to the Philippines. So by the time this episode is released, she will be in the Philippines. But I thought I would take this time to capture the before Philippines and after Philippines (laughs) Um, with Nani because this is, Nani, this is the first time you're going to the Philippines. Is that right? It is. Yep. Oh, man. So let's talk about, I'm just curious to learn about like what inspired you to go to the Philippines to begin with? I have been asking my grandpa to take me because my grandpa, he died about a year ago. And my whole life, I always asked him to teach me Tagalog. I always asked him to take me to the Philippines. And actually, just recently, about a year before he died, he started to come around. And he used to spend like back in his more able days, he used to spend six months here and six months there. And he never wanted to take me with him. But just in this last year before he died, he was becoming a lot more open to it. And we were actually planning a family trip to where like everybody was going to go. He was going to take all of us. And then he passed away, unfortunately. So we never made that trip happen. So a big part of it for me is about connecting with my family and meeting them there and seeing you know, my grandpa's house over there and seeing where my dad was born, where he grew up. So that was probably my kind of initiating thought. And then after my grandpa passed last year, I think I spent the majority of 2019 really diving into Filipino culture and trying to learn what that was about outside of the context of my own family. And so in doing that, I found all of these places that I wanted to kind of explore and go see and connect with and learn about and just spend time in. And really, for me, it was just the goal was to be in community. And I wanted to just go wherever that community was or wherever I could find that. And so I was looking for I had kind of this trip mapped out that I wanted to do, which was going to be a really elaborate, uh, extravagant trip. And so I was looking for someone that I could go with because none of my family here was either interested or available to go. And so I was looking for someone that would just be down to like, you know, (laughs) make these moves, Mm -hmm. which is I get a lot to ask of, of someone. And so I ended up planning the trip with a group of friends who want to do more of like the partying thing, which is, which is fine, (laughs) which is fine. I love to party too, but that just was (laughs) not my original kind of goal with the trip. And so I've already feel like 
I have to plan another one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I already feel like there's a lot that I'm not going to get to do. So I'm going to have to definitely go back. And so this trip is going to be more, I'm going a few days ahead of everyone else so that I can do the things, meet my family and kind of explore as much as I can around the Metro Manila area. I'm not sure how far I'm going to be able to get, but I'm going to try to <laughs> stretch myself as much as possible. And and then the rest of the trip will be on the, you know, touristy islands like Boracay and, and in El Nido. So I'm definitely excited to see those places, but I, I want to do a lot of exploring in my future travels. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. Before I get ahead of myself, I just wanted to say that I'm so sorry for your loss yeah. with your grandpa. I I know throughout our shows, you had talked about your relationship with him and how close you were. And I want to bring up again for anyone that's listening for the first time, why was your grandpa adamant about not going to the Philippines? And I, I mean, I know the answer to that, but I yeah. want to hear it from you and and how that affected you. Um, yeah. His response. Um, his response was always one sentence. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. always, it's corrupt because it's corrupt. It's corrupt. And, Mm. you know, when I was younger, I was just like, I would roll my eyes at that and be like, okay, I don't know what that means. Like, (laughs) you have to elaborate a little bit. And he never, he never wanted to. And unfortunately, it took him passing and me really being adamant about learning what that meant for myself to really understand why he was so adamant about that and why he would respond that way every time. Although I can't help but think now that you know, kind of wishing that he were still here and wishing that I could have that conversation with him now that I know the context that was behind that. But of course, he's not, so I can't. And I think that by me going there and trying to connect with, you know, my fam- his family that's there that I haven't met, some of them I have, some of them I haven't, that's my way of kind of having that conversation with him now. Yeah. That's beautiful. You had mentioned that in 2019, which is not too long ago, (laughs) but you mentioned that you study a lot. And I know because I, throughout our episodes, you would, you know, reference certain things and certain books and resources. And I'm here like, I'm just learning on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But I, I always, I loved how you did a lot of independent study. And in that, did you feel like you were able to find the answer as to why your grandpa kept saying it's corrupt. Like, were you able to find that in your studies? Yeah, a hundred percent, like a thousand percent. And it's, it's, it, it, if he, and, and so that, I, I love that you asked me that because if he would have asked me that question or if I would have asked him that question and we would have had that conversation before I had the knowledge that I have now through doing those independent studies, I know that I would not have been ready to receive his answers. You know what I mean? Mm. It it took this for me to understand. And it's like, we don't even have to have the conversation anymore because I I just get it. You know, Mm. I mean, I would still love to have the conversation with him just to be able to, but I definitely don't need to. I 100% get everything that he was trying to say that he wasn't able to articulate. And I don't, fault him at all for it. Whereas before I would get frustrated with him, like I want to connect with my culture. I want to learn the language. I want to go to the motherland. You know, why don't, why do you want to just keep me in this bubble? And, you know, Mm -hmm. you just want me to like 
go be white, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm yeah. just like, I, I have fought that my whole life just instinctively wow. and nobody could understand why. But yeah, I just, I was not ready to have that conversation with him before. And so in a way, I'm glad that it never happened. I'm glad that he didn't open up. But at the same time, I still wish I could have it with him now. So, yeah. Yeah. But no, I definitely definite. found the answers to to answer your question. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And I think that's so awesome. It kind of, you know, it reminds me a lot of uh, our previous interviews with certain people where we talked about like, you know, maybe the reason why our family members can't share part of their history with us is because it's actually traumatic for them to open up. And so we have to work around them to find those answers. And when we do find those answers, at least for me, like I realized how insensitive I was, you know, exactly, <laughs> to try to like exactly. You know, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so beautiful that, you know, you were able to find the answers in your own way. And I think the way that you found it was just like kind of like a it was a more empowering way and an enlightening way than if you were to get the answers immediately, you know, from your grandpa. And I feel like it's made you a more appreciative of like where your family came from and where you essentially come from and, and everything. So it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. It has turned out to be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to find the words to like <clears throat> articulate like how awesome I think it is, but yeah, no, I, I think, I think that's really awesome. Do you want to share like maybe one thing, like one of the answers like that you were able to find that you had hoped your grandpa had told you? I mean, I do, but I don't want to go down the road of like shooting myself in the foot, especially since I'm going to be out there when this comes out. So yeah, no. <laughs> hey, all good. we're not going to do all that good. today. <laughs> all good. We'll, we'll wait. And you write a blog and then we yeah, will go from when there. I come back, we can talk about it. And then, and then when I go again, we'll be quiet about it. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. It's no worries. It's, it, you know, it's a personal journey. I'm glad that you said that and, and you said you're not ready and you don't want to share it right now because I want our listeners to know that when they go on our show, they don't have to reveal everything about themselves if they're not ready yet. It's completely okay. I mean, to even like the fact that you could just share how you're feeling now, now that you found out these answers is more important than the answer itself. And so I'm yeah. glad that you found what you were looking for. And I hope that your trip to the Philippines really solidifies like everything that you've learned so far. Yeah. And I will say that what I have learned while I'm not necessarily going to share like every detail, I will say that it has impacted me in a way that I was not expecting. It has impacted me in a way that has been able, I feel like, to connect me to my heritage in a way that I wasn't able to connect through my family. And just like you said, it's made me feel like I was so insensitive by hounding him and my grandma, him and my grandma, my whole life. My grandma died 10 years ago, but before she did, I would harass her the same way to teach me the language and to take me. And she would always just be like, why? Like, why <laughs> do you want to? I don't understand why you want that. And I would be like, why wouldn't I want that? I'm, I'm Filipino, right? <laughs> like, you guys want me to be proud that I'm Filipino. Can you teach me what that means? Can you, you know, explain to me why? And so, yeah, I will say that it has grounded me in a way that 
has answered all those questions and made me feel very insensitive for hounding them about it. All right, Jenny was here jumping into the middle of our show, as I always do, to remind you why this show is possible. So, you know, at the end of every episode, I tend to say, if you didn't catch our guest contact info, don't worry, we'll have those in the show notes. Check them out. I work so hard on them. You're welcome. Well, it's been brought to my attention that our show notes are not as easy to find as I thought, which is why starting summer 2020, the Filipino American Woman Project is proud to be partnering with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Captivate is created for independent podcasters, designed from day one to help you to focus on audience growth and the expansion of your audio influence. One way that Captivate makes our lives easier as independent podcasters is by taking the guesswork out of making a website for your show. That's right, a website for your show. So listeners, starting summer 2020, finding our show notes will be so much easier. All thanks to Captivate. You're welcome, as always. If you're about to start podcasting or are getting burnt out from all the extra work of producing one, like building a website, consider a seven-day free trial, that's right, free, with Captivate by visiting thephilamwoman.com. That's the philam, short for Filipino-American, woman.com. Or, you know, check out our show notes in the meantime, which is in the details section of each episode. Once again, you can visit thephilamwoman.com or visit the details section of this episode. Yeah, that's really interesting. It makes me think about how I learned my culture growing up. And well, I mean, it wasn't the most positive. If anyone's like followed my story. After I lost my dad, I had experienced a lot of abuse growing up. And my understanding of our culture is that if you want to be in it, you're just asking for abuse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also like, Another thing that my family had done to me was they would always say like, oh, you should know Tagalog, you know, watch TFC so you can learn Tagalog. You know, they would say stuff like that. Or when I was in the Philippines and I was with my relatives, they would say, I wish you could speak Tagalog so I could talk to you in Tagalog or I can talk to you in in Ilocano or whatever like dialect. I'm supposed to know like three dialects, but I know none. (laughs) And so it was a lot of like, you know, I wish you should. It was a very assumptive And so I didn't really, you know, explore my culture until college when I had joined a Filipino organization. Shout out to A.B. Samahan at San Diego State. (laughs) I didn't really learn then. And then even the years following that, I've always been in and out of the culture, in and out of the community because, you know, one, I'm a self-loathing Filipino. And then two, looking back, I realized that I had, I'm going to admit this now, this is really the first time I'm really admitting this out loud. But um, (laughs) when I would come up with something like innovative, or if I was leading something, I felt like I had this ego that like, I was going to bring change to the community, you know? (laughs) So then- when it would backlash, you know, when I would get criticism or I wouldn't get enough appreciation or whatever, if I was, whatever I was sensitive to that would hurt my feelings, I would feel, I would feel like, okay, like fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, fine. Like, I guess no one's interested, you know? And then I would yeah. go back to like self-loathing again. But, yeah. you know, looking back, I know I did my best to you know, learn about my community and also contribute to the community. But I was definitely operating from a place of like, I was operating from a place of like not feeling like enough or I had something to prove. 
And right. so this time around with this project, I, I feel like I've grown up. You know, I, I'm, I'm 32 now. I, I should have grown up by now. Um, <laughs> but, but I feel like for me, it's more of, it's not about proving anyone anything anymore. It's not about feeling enough because I know that I'm enough. And if I forget, I just listen to an episode, you know? <laughs> But for me, it's more of like, I think what I desire more now that just happens to contribute to the community is to be in community and to do that in a way that feels most comfortable to me, you know, and that's how podcasting has come about because, you know, I can do it from the comfort of my home. And because we've cut out like looking at someone or being in person with someone, we could, it's really just focused on listening to people. And I feel like this has been the best way for me to, you know, learn about my culture because, you know, similar to you, like your family wasn't really interested in teaching it. Uh, my family, I don't think they didn't want to teach it. it. It just wasn't a priority. You know, it was the priority was providing. Right. right. And so with Survival. that. Yeah, it was about survival. And and that's okay, too. Like that is an example of understanding our culture, our, our culture is a, a survival type culture, like we've been surviving, essentially. And, and I do believe it's our generation that needs to be the example of thriving now, like not just surviving, but thriving. So I feel like that has been my experience in regards to like how I've been learning about culture and and how I've been able to find my answers has really been through listening to other people's stories so much that I feel like if I were to go to the Philippines again, because I, I haven't gone since it's been a couple years. I, I forgot. I I forgot like what year I went. <laughs> it, was, it was probably like a handful of years now. But when I went like a couple of years ago, I totally forgot what year that was. Like I did go with a bunch of community leaders and it was 2013 after Typhoon Haiyan, also known as Typhoon Yolanda, hit the Philippines. And it was really the first time I came back to the Philippines, not to visit family, because that that's essentially whenever I would go is to visit family. But, you know, to, to see the Philippines, to see the, the best and the worst of the Philippines. And so, you know, we went to the highest like skyscraper in Manila and partied up there at one point, you know, all the way down to seeing these families living around cemeteries because they couldn't afford to live anywhere else. And so it's interesting because at the time I really didn't know a lot about like Filipino culture and history. Like, I feel like I, I knew like the basics and I knew like when I was being taken there that it was our responsibility to, share what we experienced there coming, you know, when we came back to the States. Um, but I feel like if I were to visit again, it would be, it would be so different. <laughs> like I, I probably yeah. would be podcasting every day of like, yeah. my experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm just really excited. You go with a new lens now, or you would be going with a new lens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just really excited uh, for you, Nani, to be able to go there with like fresh eyes. Like when I, whenever I went back to the Philippines, my first cousin would molest me like in my sleep, you know? So I, I mean, except right. for the so last the, time. Your experience went. was always tied to that. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I, I love that you're going to be going with like fresh eyes and like just, you know, someone who's just a virgin to the Philippines. And yeah. I'm really, I just want to say I'm really excited for you. And I hope that you find more of the answers that you're looking for. And I really hope that you, you come back and you want to do the show still. 
Yeah. <laughs> I <know>. Me too. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know that sounds silly to say, but you never know. Like you, right. you might come back like a no, change. Honestly, person. I'm I'm feeling super like nervous and like my anxiety is through the roof right now. And I don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way or both, but I feel like super emotional right now because mm. it's less than 24 hours or almost 24 hours until I'm going to be leaving. And, you know, like you said, I just, I don't know what to expect. So I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm happy all at the same time. Oh, I'm just so excited for you. Like, yeah, Yeah. I, it's like, it's your homecoming, you know? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) My debut. (laughs) (laughs) Like 15 years later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> better better late than never. <laughs> yeah, all good. All good. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, with that said, I just want to wish you safe travels, Nani. And, you know, please, please stay in touch. And for our listeners, we might be lucky. We might be able to get Nani on a recording um, while she's traveling. Uh-huh. So hopefully we'll be able to check in with her while like in the middle of her travels. But yeah, at the time of this recording, she's already in the Philippines. So please reach out to her, show her some love, some support, give her some tips to avoid mosquitoes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything else, anything else, Nani, that you want to share? Like maybe you want to share with the listeners or, you know, maybe any any other like any other thing that you hope or look forward to on this trip? Um, On the trip specifically, honestly, no, because I really just don't know what to expect from trip. There is um, just talking about the show in general, a what do you call it? Metaphor, I guess, that I wanted to talk about. So when I was little, this is kind of unrelated. So I don't know how we can maybe segue later, but (laughs) we're segueing uh, right now. Okay. (laughs) Segueing into just what this show has kind of meant for me. And I'm just going to start. So when I was little, I used to have a bookcase and instead of books in the bookcase, it was full of Barbies and dolls. I was obsessed Mm. with like dolls. Mm. Um, Surprise. (laughs) And And I had dolls of all, like my family knew that. So all that they would buy me was dolls. And so I had Barbies of like all different kinds, all different colors. Like I had the most fun with my Barbies. And my grandma used to buy me like collector's Barbies. And so I have this one that's like a Filipino Barbie. And it's like, I don't know if she's Miss Filipino. I have to go get it. It's in the living room. But um, I had sent, I don't know why Crystal and I from uh, Filipina and the Rise were talking about the Barbies. And I was like, oh my God, I have one at home. And I sent her a picture of it. And she was like, oh my God, I almost didn't believe these existed. Like if Mm -hmm. I had these when I was younger, that could have changed the whole trajectory of my life. You know, like that would have changed so much for me if I were able to see myself in a Barbie doll, you know, whenever you start buying Barbie dolls at age four or whatever. And I was just thinking about, how we were talking about redoing the Instagram feed and kind of featuring like headshots of people or how you've done the banner on the Facebook page, how it's kind of a collection of everyone's faces. And that's kind of what this show means to me is my bookshelf of Barbie dolls. It's basically a bookshelf of collection of of representation. And if you guys ever see me going dumb on our Instagram stories, just reposting a bunch of your guys's photos, it's because that's exactly what I'm trying to provide for all of you is that bookshelf of just different faces that you can see yourself in. And 
yeah, so that's all I wanted to add. That is so beautiful, Nadia. I Aww, love that's you. such a beautiful analogy. Wow. I know. I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day and I was just like, I don't, maybe I had a dream about it or something, but I was envisioning my my Barbie bookshelf. And I was like, wow, the Tifa project is like my new Barbie. It's like my adult Barbie bookshelf, <laughs> you know, Wow. because I, I see myself in all of you guys. And I hope that you guys also see yourselves in all the, the, the stories that I post and the Filipinas and Pinais that I try and feature, because that's what this is about for all of us is representation. So yeah. yeah, I love that you do that, by the way. I noticed when I was going through the stories, like you would say, what does what does a Filipina look like? Or what what does our community look like? And you just reshare everyone's stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, I wouldn't have come up with that. I love, I love <laughs> that. It's my favorite thing to do. Honestly, it's my favorite thing to do is just search through your guys's profiles and, and our Instagram feed and and share your stories. Because so many of you do, even if you don't have um, you know, the, the desire to come on our show and tell it, some of you will open it, open all up in a caption on your Instagram mm -hmm. pictures or in a story post or something. And so it means the world to me to be able to reshare that on our page and make you feel seen and heard and just invisible, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. Oh, I've said beautiful a million times on this episode. <laughs> All good. You can't be beautiful enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep saying beautiful. Just, you can replace it with whatever adjective is like beautiful. <laughs> beautiful just like encompasses like everything that I've just been reacting to. <laughs> Yeah, well, Nani, I think this is going to be the shortest episode we've done in a while. <laughs> so That's okay. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they do. And to our listeners, uh, if you happen to listen to this at the time it gets published, uh, be, you know, before the next episodes, we aim to release an episode every five days. And we've been pretty successful with that so far. So I pat on my back for that. Um, and <laughs> yes, and shout out to Jen. <laughs> yeah. and, Dennis. And, and Dennis and yeah Dennis for, yeah just for the team for like update like just doing the good work of yeah just really getting these shows out there but Low if you for if the FIFA you, team yeah <laughs> but yeah uh for our listeners if you listen to this at the time it gets published feel free to message us on Instagram I'll probably be trying to manage it while you're gone Nani <laughs> unless you want okay. to still like if you happen to have access to the I, I'm pretty sure you'll have access to the internet what am I saying it's it's yeah, gonna be I I mean, I'm not sure what it's going to be like, but as if I can get on Instagram, I'll definitely be, you know, checking it. Yeah, yeah. And to our listeners, feel free to message us on Instagram and ask Nani some questions. Maybe, maybe propose some questions to us that we can ask Nani for the next time we check in with her, because I'm sure that yeah, you all have when I come back. a lot of questions. Yeah, exactly. So with that said, I don't think we have much to show in the show notes, but if you want to get a hold of us, you can check out the show notes for that or reach out to us on Instagram at the Filipino American woman. Anyway, Nani, I just want to wish you safe travels and I look forward to hearing from you. Please check in with me because I care like that and I want to make sure you make it over there safely. Um, and to our listeners, thank you so much for following our journey. Um, and please um, be thinking of Nani. Uh, pray for her if you pray. And yeah. let's just hope that Nani has an incredible experience in the Philippines. And we very much look forward to chatting with you again and checking in with you. So, so yay. <laughs> thank you. Yay. 
Yeah. Bye, everyone. Um, <laughs> guys, take care, and we will check in with all of you soon. Tune in next time. Bye.